So hello, we're gonna go get water. Good, Good morning. morning. Hallelujah. Today's the 26th day of December. It's 2023. And there's three of us here. We're gonna praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, let's get this show on the road. Here we go. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for <laughs> amen, amen. It's good to be here. All right. Let's do a little worship this morning.
Well, everybody I'm had a really hard to kill this poinsettia back here. I'm doing, I'm doing a great job trying. Ah, really late night. I had a wonderful family day, family time. Ooh, all the grands. All the here. grandkids being over. It was great fun. Let's praise the Lord. You know, it's so good to sit around with your family and just love on each other and love on Jesus and remember, remember our Savior. I love, you know, one of the lines of Christmas Carol, the Christmas carols, one of my favorite lines. I will keep Christmas all year long. All year long. All year long. In other words, remember the babe that was born for my sins all year long. And I just praise God for that. And I know many of you guys do. Many of you guys do. And we sure do. And I just want to thank God for His grace and His mercy and our family. God has been so merciful to us. And that song, Your Love, O Lord, comes directly out of the book of Psalms. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heaven, right? Stretches to the sky. His love, His love, His love. And uh, I just praise God for that. So I did learn something I want to share with you guys about some of you guys that are, are supporters on Patreon. If you download the app, now I don't know. Some of you guys have asked me without the app. I don't know. But the app is free to download it onto your phone. And in the app, the way that I set up, I'm going to go back and see if I can fix the other ones where it will do this as well. But I tried this out yesterday on my, because I downloaded the app. I have the app on my phone. If you go to uh, your app and you, you go to where it says home, it says collections and about, you hit collections. And then if you go and like you hit the collections of a Nesbitt Family Christmas, and then you just start with the first one, you hit play, it'll play everything in order just like it was on the album. And so I wanted to share that with you because going forward, when I put more of the old albums up, I want you to know the best way to listen to them when we listen to them. Now, we only have 14 songs that are professionally recorded. That is Sweet Surrender, 10-song CD, and then four songs that just come out. That's uh, Messianic Mountain Proclaim, Crying Out, and The Story. Uh, that's the four that we would consider to be professionally recorded. But the other ones that are coming uh, will be the older ones that we recorded many years ago. and Basement projects, basement projects we call them. And uh, we just want to share more of our lives with you guys uh, that have taken it upon yourself to be partners with us. So we thank you so much for that. Well, let's jump into our Bible study. We love you so much. Thank you for being here. Kind of wondered whether we should do today. And I said, I think there will be some people today that would want to have a Bible study, and I was right. You know, there's a few of you here. Amen? And so thank you for being here this morning. Let's jump right in. So Proverbs chapter 27, we're picking back up where we left off last Thursday. 
Proverbs 27, taken up with verse 13. It says this, Take the garment for of him who is surety for a stranger and hold it in pledge when he is surety for a seductress. Now, we already had one like this back in chapter 20. Many of you may remember that. But basically, this is a proverb. Now, let's, let's remind everybody this. Proverbs are general statements of wisdom. They're general truths. They're not exhaustive. They don't fit in every situation always. Uh, and that's a reality that you must remember when you're going through the book of Proverbs. Is it the Word of God? Absolutely, it's the Word of God. We believe in it as the Word of God. But they're general statements of truth. That doesn't mean there's never exceptions to the rule. And if you study a lot, you already know this. But some of you may not know this and just want you to realize that. This proverb is speaking to uh, uh, being careful who you lend to. It's saying, take the garment of him who is surety from a stranger. In other words, if someone comes to you and he's already surety for a stranger, he's not wise. Uh like we said before, that would be, okay, he's in too much debt. He's co-signed on too many loans, this type of things, uh, to bring it up to today. He's saying, uh, take the garment of him. Don't just lend him money. You need to take something from him because he's already he's already in debt or he, he's already surety for a stranger himself. In other words, he's not a wise business person, okay? And then he goes on to say and hold it in pledge when he is surety for a seductress. He's a risk. This person's a risk. He has not made wise, wise choices. And so you need to be very careful. You know, you don't just, you don't just help him, you know. You, you take a, a garment, take his garment, take a pledge, Absolutely. hold it as a pledge. You need some security with this. The Bible's just saying, you know, the wisdom is have some security, right? We're not, this isn't talking about when you're giving alms to someone that's in need and you want to help them give alms. That's not what this proverb is talking about. This proverb, as we said, if somebody comes to you for help, they've made terrible decisions. You need to be very careful. They're a, they're a risk. Okay? Uh, matter of fact, it's saying don't lend, or if you're going to lend, be sure to take surety or, or garment for him for surety. Amen. Verse 14. He who blesses his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it will be counted a curse to him. Uh, so I wrote out here to the side too much. He who blesses his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning. The phrase rising early in the morning is a phrase that is used to, to speak of excessive, uh, too much, excessive. Uh, probably fake, probably false, right? Too much bragging. You know, be careful when someone is bragging too much. Now, we are called to love one another, to commend one another, to encourage one another, to lift one another up, right? This is the teachings of the Lord. And the early church and our apostles is to esteem others better than ourselves, Encourage one another. That's a good thing to do, okay? But this is speaking about those who are uh, going overboard. You know, you think of 
false prophets in Ahab. You think of, uh, you know, you think of people that are just saying things. This proverb is talking about, you know, be leery of the uh, the overabundance uh, of too much good talk. You know, they're probably deceiving you. It's going to turn out to be a curse unto you. You know, what do they want? That you know, that's the little thing goes off. That's just a little too much. What, what's what's going on here? You know, what's going on here? Amen. All right, let's go to the next one. Now, I put verses 15 and verses 16 together here. We'll read them together as one. Oh, my goodness, we got another contentious woman proverb. Seems like we keep getting on these stuff. All right, verse 15. A continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. We've already read something similar to this, have we not? Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. So, <laughs> so, these are Proverbs, okay, when, when we got into this area, we have gotten into Proverbs that were found, if you remember. These were discovered, and they were brought, and they were put in the collection with the other Proverbs. It says, a continual dripping on a very rainy day is talking about a leaky roof. We've shared that before. You know, you got a roof. Uh, you know, roofs, it was harder to have good sound and strong roofs back in this day we it's, it's much easier for us today to have a good roof right but it's saying okay on a rainy day there, there's this dripping just and it's it's bringing destruction to your home it's bringing problems to your home uh this proverb is saying the contentious woman is just like that never stopping she's bringing trouble to the home and is going to cause rot in the home that's what a leaky roof is going to do the the home is going to fall down if you don't keep the water off of it it's going to rot and destroy and deteriorate and the contentious woman can do that to her own home but then verse 16 says whoever restrains her restrains the wind have you ever tried to go out and stop the wind you ever put your hand up you know and just like okay let's stop this wind can't do it, can you? <laughs> the tree of life says uh, hiding her is like hiding the wind. <laughs> hiding her? Hiding her is like hiding the wind. Restraining her? Yeah. In other words, who can? you can't hide her. You can't restrain her. Really, I think this is speaking of the impossibility for the contentious woman to do anything with her, really. And grasp all with his right hand. So... You can't grasp oil with your right hand. You can't hold on to it. Oil is slippery, so you grab a handful of it. You know, it's not like sawdust or sand even. You can grab a handful of sand. The oil's going to slip through. It's something you can't do. It's just... And so I think this is what it's speaking of, is the impossibility of restraining uh, the contentious woman. What do you think? I'd like to know what you think about this. Pretty interesting Charles proverbs. It's like Chinese water torture. What? Like Chinese water torture. Brother Charles? Yeah. Chinese water torture. 
What is Chinese water torture? Is not that pleasant, what? Not pleasant. Is that like waterboarding, Charles? No, is that, it's more like like they just drop, drop on drop, your forehead. Drop, 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 and that that continual kind of like like that thing where your ear just rings all the time. Eventually, it drives you. Crazy. Which my ear does yeah. ring all the time. I have to pretend like it doesn't. <laughs> In Jesus' name, be gone, right? Amen, amen, amen. But look, in all of this, there's hope with who? Jesus, Yeshua, there's hope. He helps us. He brings us through. He changes the contentious woman. He changes the contentious man. He changes the deceitful man. He changes us. Praise the Lord for the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua that cleanses us, gives us peace. And gets us on the right path. All right. So, Proverbs 27, 17. Look at this. <laughs> Diane says, I believe Eve gave us all a bad rap. Eve? Who? Eve. Diane said what? Diane said, I believe Eve gave us all. Eve gave us all. All of us a bad rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's rough. Anyway... Proverbs 27, 17. Look at this mug I got. Can you read it? I don't know if you can read it. There we go. Iron sharpens iron. Proverbs, the scripture is right there, 27, 17. As one man sharpens another. My kids got this. I love this. Why do I love this? Because I love this proverb. This is kind of the opposite of, you know, Blowing sunshine all the time, we might say. <laughs> Blowing your head up, right? Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friends. You know, I've got many friends over here. We sharpen each other's countenance. You know, Brother Charles, Brother Bob, Brother Bernie, Brother Jeff. Well, he doesn't comment, but we all sharpen each other. And it's good to sharpen each other. Uh, we said last week, we were talking about the Proverbs, and I asked this question. Can anybody speak into your life? Who can speak into your life and you receive it? Who can sharpen you? Now, have you ever watched a blacksmith making a sword, making a useful tool, sharpening? It, it can get rough, right? Have you ever seen him? You know, he puts it in the fire, then he beats on it with the hammer, right? Sparks are flying. Sometimes some sparks can fly in love there is such a thing as constructive criticism but we americans it's kind of hard of hard for us to take constructive criticism isn't it i got no reply from any of you guys don't you think it is? It's kind of hard for us. Very hard. It's, it's very hard, hard for us. It goes against the ego, and and it's hard. It's hard to be straightened out because then you have to admit that you were wrong, and admitting you're wrong is hard because pride is in all of us. And I think it's not just pride. We all have a desire. I think since we're created in His image, we have a desire to be right and to do right. Yes. Yes. And so when somebody points out that we're missing the mark, mm -hmm. that's hard. Amen. You know, and then not only is it hard to acknowledge it, 
but then you have to do something you about it. you got to do something it. about it. And it is hard. I mean, and, and I even say, you know, I even think the Scripture's here, you know. It's like the early church, you know, Jesus taught his apostles and then he let them make a lot of decisions. Like in the book of Acts and, and the epistles that we have, that's why they're so important to us. That's why I say, you know, one of the, one of the big things that we want to do, even in daybreak, is learn to think biblically. Learn to think critically and biblically. Biblically. We all bring thoughts to the Bible. It's very easy for us to have an idea and have a thought, this is the way we think things ought to be, or this is the way we think about a situation. And then we bring those thoughts and we put them, we impose them onto the Scripture. And then what happens, instead of reading the Scripture in their context and saying, okay, what is the Word telling me in its context? What does this mean? We'll rip a Scripture from here and one from here, and we take them out of context. Brothers and sisters, this happens all the time to, to make it seem to support what it is we want to say. But that's not wise. That's not wise. And not only should we sharpen one another, but we should allow the Scriptures to sharpen us. The Scriptures is the ultimate sharpening tool for all of us. That's why Bible study is, is good. Bible study is important. Reading the scriptures is important because we want to learn. All of us want to learn what does the Bible actually say because, as we have said before, we can bypass the Bible. Now, I'm saying this. Why is this such a big deal on my heart? Because I see it all the time. I hear it all the time. People just come up with these ideas, and then people just start listening to people. That's why I say we're in the information age. You can get on YouTube and you can listen to any teacher you want to. Okay? But you got to be careful because there's people out there that use the Word of God. Matter of fact, I, there's people out there that I don't even think they've met the Lord. And why do you say that? Because of the way they twist Scripture to fit a certain agenda that they have. And they rip it out of context and they will not allow the scripture to straighten them out. And so, you know, we live in a day when you just got to be careful who you're listening to, you know. There's a lot of people that are good to listen to. There are wonderful ministries out there. Wonderful, wonderful ministries. And I encourage you to listen to the wonderful ministries. But just be sure they're going to the scriptures and then read the Bible on your own as well so that you don't get led astray. Okay. Right? Okay. Lisa wants to say something. Also, you know, it's important this the the if we're giving constructive criticism, we have to watch our hearts and make sure that we're presenting it right in a good way. And when we're receiving constructive criticism, um hard not to want to lash out. Well, sister, yeah, it's hard. It's very hard not to just lash back to be defensive. Yeah. You know, uh, but if we can remember, and especially Sister Kay, when you, you know, you said uh, you never want to let God down and all this, remember there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation in Christ. And this is something that I have yet to 
to apply. I can say it. I know that it's true. But applying it to my life is very hard because I have that track is in my brain so deep that the enemy has whispered to me all my life. Mm -hmm. And so whenever somebody comes along, even if there's truth in what they're saying, my thoughts automatically want to join, want to jump over to, yeah, you're always messing up. Yeah, you're this, you're that, you're that. The whispers of the enemy. So remember, when someone brings you something, ask the Father. Amen. Father, what of this is true? What of this is for good? What of this is for your glory? And receive that with a willing heart to be corrected, mm -hmm. but not to be condemned. It's not brought. If God has somebody to come to you and tell you something about yourself that maybe you're not seeing, it's for your good and for his glory. So try to receive it that way. Father God, let that, what I just said, out of my <laughs> mouth sink into my heart. Because when my husband corrects me, I do not take it well a lot of times. When he was asking the other day, do you have someone in your life that can correct you? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, but it probably ain't you and it should be because I should receive <laughs> from you above anybody else. But there's something in that thing, you know, between a man and the wife sometimes that you just have to overcome. So, um, anyway. That's kind of my two cents worth. Yeah, there's so many practical examples I'd like to give, but I it probably wouldn't be prudent right now to do that. But um, especially just, if you're going to use you. me. No, no, I won't. <laughs> Got to take that, silly woman. Oh, you want me to stay? Yeah, 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 stay because it's it's time to close. And I can't say bye if I stay. We here. hope you've had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, holiday. Hanukkah and Christmas and then New Year is coming up. Our New Year's Eve, which is our anniversary. We got married New Year's Eve 1986. I don't know how old that makes us. <laughs> All right, let's uh, say the Lord's Prayer and let's get off here. Our Father, who your art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be your, your name. name. Your, your kingdom, kingdom come, come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I want to give a special thanks to our newest Patreon person. I'm not going to mention any names, but you know who you are. And thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. <clears throat>